It's not like the, our, <laughs> the house is seven miles from the trash can. I don't want to take a special trip out to the trash can. Like, what the hell does that even mean? A special trip? Where are you going, the county dump? <laughs> Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, or at pretty much anywhere you where you can get a damn podcast. Also at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Are you okay? <laughs> I felt like there was some animosity behind that intro. There's reading. not. I just have had a long day. Okay. Thank you, Mindy33, for telling us she loves this podcast. Her review reads, I love listening to these ladies. They make me feel like I have two friends I meet with once a week who understand exactly what I'm going through. I've listened to some other podcasts about motherhood in the past and have now unsubscribed to most of them. Thank you, Meredith and Tiffany. Wow. Wow, Our plan worked, Meredith. We will be the number one globally rated and syndicated (laughs) podcast in all the universe because we're getting them to unsubscribe from everyone else. That's, that's, that's intense. Mendy 33. And we appreciate your support and love. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things, marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we're going to talk about something that Tiffany mentioned right before the show that I feel like we can do a a, a really firm deep dive into because... Okay, okay but I think it's going to get us in trouble. I, I don't care. Dave can sit down and take a chair and maybe maybe def- try to defend himself, but there's it's indefensible. I don't know if that's a word. Indefensible? There's, yeah. There's a word. nothing to defend. Well, you just hush. We'll get to it. Okay? So let's... Who, who's opening the show for us today? Um, today we have Amy from Idaho opening things up for us. You guys, be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hey, mamas. Hey, mamas. Hey. I'm Amy from Idaho, and I own two little sunshines. Let's open the show with a mom fail moment. We are all here because we have all struggled as moms, and anyone who says they haven't, girl, believe me, is obviously a liebagger. I love you, girl, so much. We love you, too. That was so sweet. Um, So why don't we do a few things before we get down and dirty with the show? Let's talk about these fantabulous merch the new merch store is open and we've got take it or leave it swag coming Woo-hoo. at you hot and Ew, Meredith. <laughs> um if you aren't tan and have toned arms you can opt for the v-neck option <laughs> if you like to cover more of your body we got a v-neck we've got a v-neck a crew neck a tank top and we have a hoodie. We yes. also have coffee cups and canvas bags. And you can find all of the merch at www.bonfire.com forward slash store forward slash take it or leave it one word. You better write your name on the tag of that hoodie mm. because Sophia snagged it up. She was already wearing She's like, it. Miss Tiffany's on this hoodie. I want it. Yeah. She, she straight up was like, will you get me one of these for Christmas so that I can have it so I can wear Miss Tiffany? And I was like, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the hoodie too. And she goes, well, I don't care about that. She grabbed a marker. <sighs> I she was going to put an it. X over my face and she's like, but <laughs> a heart she was going to glue her face yep. over your face. Yep. 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 <laughs> hey, how do I turn you down in my ears? Is that possible? <laughs> Dave, no? Dave wants to know that for real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah, I love them. I dig them. I think that was when I was skinny and blonde. So let's just keep that forever. Whatever. You've been working out and wait. Why do you have a side eye look? What happened? We have to start the show, Meredith. We don't have time to talk about have you weird been, stuff. Have you not been? I've been I've been sick, so no, I haven't been working out. But you're but you're feeling better, so you'll start back up tomorrow. If if I'm if I'm better by tomorrow, yeah, I'll totally. Yeah, I had to send in my <laughs> progress photos 
and weight. And I gained two and a half pounds since last Friday. <laughs> and I'll read you exactly what I wrote to him. Okay, let's um, hear it. So I sent the progress picture and I said, um, reasons I gained. I didn't work out. I didn't follow the meal plan. Excuses. I've been sick all week and I've been on my period. Real reasons. I'm lazy, having trouble finding motivation. I suck at time management and I never got a gym membership. And he wrote back, you're an whole. And I wrote, LOL, agreed. He said, so you're going to work out with me next week and get your mind back right. And I said, for sure. For sure. I feel like leading with the truth. I didn't want to wait for him to yell at me. (laughs) And so I just let him know. This is what's up. I think that's great. Yeah, he couldn't really argue. I mean, I, I laid it all out. So since I did my weigh-in today and I have a week, I'm probably going to go to Taco Bell soon and um, start fresh on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I respect, I respect everything you said in your text. So thank you. um, And you'll be back on the wagon up on the horse back on track. Yeah, let's move it along. Um, did you do a did you do a Instagram? Yeah, show? I did the interview and she said your stupid words <laughs> and I died. Did you know that something was weird when she started saying all of those things in the conversation? So, so okay, so so uh it, it's 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 her name is Erin uh Washington. Washington, right? So she has an IG page and, um, I had been on her show earlier. And so she got Tiffany to do her IG show with her and she messaged me and she's like, is there some like inside joke or something that you and Tiffany like talk about that I could kind of bring up in the middle of the interview to like get her to giggle or whatever. And so I gave her this long list of words where I was like, just say these words throughout the interview, say things like circle the wagons and ducks in a row and cat's pajamas and like all of the things that I would say that you call me old for. And, um, I wanted to know how it went. Um, well, first of all, I almost didn't go on her show at all because her it's called squats and margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Like two things I do not do. Yeah. But, but then she assured me that it was fine and she forgot to like mention them throughout. So at the very end, she brought up the words. She's like, you know, I, I talked to Meredith last week. She was great. Her and I just talked. We kept circling the wagon. And I was like, uh? Uh. and then she said another thing that was you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me, dude. Did she tell you to say that? Because I will hang up so fast. <laughs> I will hang up and never come on your show ever again. If you say one more thing about getting your ducks in a row. <laughs> okay. But if she would have said it during the interview, I don't think I would have like made fun of her. I just would have been like, huh? That's weird. Yeah. Maybe people say that. Like I wouldn't have felt comfortable being like, oh my gosh, old lady. Like I probably just would have been like, no. Well, then I would have had more ammo for people saying those things. I think I wrote, get my goat. Did she say get my goat? Yeah. Cause I, I was like that one. It's always. on her page. You could see if you go to the very end, I'll have to look at it. But anyway, I just thought it was hilarious because um, she was so sweet about it. Cause I think she was so excited to get you on the show and uh, I think that's probably why she forgot about it because she was starstruck by Aww. your by your famosity. No, we were. It was cool. It was a cool combo. It wasn't like weird. She didn't make it weird. You probably made it weird. I'm sure that I did. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> remind me to do that laugh next time we prank call somebody, and I'm pretending to be you. What? That's what I'll do. <laughs> That's not how I sound. Yeah, it is. It sounds like a motor starting, like a fake <laughs> motor. St- no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. That- <laughs> okay. All right. Betch. I'm sick. I can't do it. Look how puffy my face is because I haven't been drinking water. So my body's retaining all the water that it had in it. And I look like a blowfish. Oh, my God. It's science. That you look like a blowfish? Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell everybody how the show was getting ready to be started? And then I was like, I'm going to need you to hold that convo for the show. Drew, listen, doesn't, this is, Drew doesn't listen to our podcast. How is How are you going to get in trouble? 
His mom does. Okay, if you're listening, Tear Bear, keep it to yourself. Please. Do Tiffany a solid. I it wasn't even anything. I wasn't trying to start drama, okay? I we wanted to wear the shirts to show you guys cuz we just got them and Meredith's like, "Did you get yours?" and I'm like, "No." And I was like, it might be in the mailbox, though, because we, like, don't go that often. <laughs> We're not trying to get them bails. And so she's like, well, ask Drew to go. So I called Drew and downstairs, and I said, hey, can you go check the mailbox? And he's like, yeah, in a second. And I was like, okay. And I hung up. And then, like, we were kind of in a hurry, I felt like, so we could start the podcast. And we were, like, waiting to see if we had the shirt. So then, like, five minutes later, he comes upstairs and grabs a shirt and then like two or three minutes later, I hear the garage door opening, like he's finally going to the mailbox. And I was like, um, just out of curiosity, like, do I have a right to be like annoyed that he didn't hop up and go as soon as I asked him? Or is that like unjustified? Because in my head, I felt like as soon as I said, hey, can you go do this We're for the podcast? You know, we're trying to see if the shirts came. Can you go? I felt like he should have like cartwheeled out the front door right. to go get it because right. he understands how important like time and like schedules are but he was just moseying on around so I wasn't sure if I had a right to feel the way I felt so I just asked Meredith and now we're talking about it live in front of (laughs) a billion people so well because this is a conversation that my husband and I have all the time because my my question is how many times do I have to ask somebody to do something before they're going to do it. And like, if I'm saying to you, like the other night at dinner, I had done all the dishes. I had cleaned all this other stuff up. And Dave was scrolling on Instagram on his butt on the couch. And I said, can you please come and put the leftovers away? Cause I want to wash those pots. Cause I want to sit down. So I wash the rest of the pots, another five, six minutes go by and his ass is still scrolling Instagram. Let, let, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. no, I'm not start done with that, my story. Start that motor up and back up. Excuse that, that me? Little... <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay. know what that you just was. To, you but you need, no, were you no, trying no, to be no. a sassy? No, no, no. Start I that motor up. literally looked at my phone and it was less than two minutes before no. I got up. No. It... Dave? Yes. I then go over and I start. This is why he got up. I start slapping the spoons into the pots. You're a five-year-old. Just, and, and throwing them into the Tupperware. And he goes, gosh, I said I was going to do it. And it's like, well, you clearly didn't get up to do it. So let me do it for you. Bam. Like passively, aggressively taking the quinoa and murdering it into this Tupperware. Right? Like that's what I got to. Okay. So first thing, mm. there was no quinoa in the meal. I made you a fun meal. No. So that you could have fun while No, no, ate. no. That was the quinoa night. What the hell is this a fun was meal? Last night. So this was last night. Literally. So wait, last let's night. get to that. That can be the second conversation. Okay. Cause we can get into this because I totally hurt Dave's feelings the other day. So so but what I don't understand, and I don't know how we're not gonna get get to an answer to this, but people can can email us or or, or tell us in the feed or whatever or or you know, email later or whatever. But if you, I feel like when Dave asks me to do something, I do it right away. Yeah. Like if he says, Hey, I need you to go, I need you to go pick up the whatever out of the, you know, or can you go get, he said it to me the other day. Can you go get me the level? I'm hanging these lights. Can you go get me the level? Yeah. I was literally standing on a counter hanging your lights. <laughs> okay. Yes. And I was literally yes. doing the dishes the other night, waiting to get to those pots and your ass was surfing Instagram. Okay, I went and I got I was, you that level and I walked was, it right wait, back. Wait, no, I was doing Good research. Sir, I was here's doing your research. Level. <laughs> Bullshit! You were doing research for what? Okay, I want to hear his ex- explanation. I was in the middle of something. What? Research. Oh, I thought there was more. <laughs> no, he doesn't have anything. He's lying. He was looking at golf on Instagram. Okay, so I was in the middle of a video. I'm gonna finish the video and then I'm gonna go do the the. Okay, the food wasn't no. going anywhere. No, that video is not more important than our happiness. 
She was already happy. I wasn't. I was doing it dishes. It didn't sound like it. I wasn't happy. I was I was elbow deep in dishes. And then I wanted to get these pots done because I wanted to sit down after having cleaned up the whole damn kitchen. I wanted to sit my ass on the couch. And this guy's over here either looking at bikini pictured models on Instagram <laughs> or uh, gymnasts. It's another thing I apparently follow now on Instagram because he's on my Instagram. He doesn't even have his own Instagram. He just he just adds things to my Instagram. It's for Sophia. Yeah, except they're all, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old gymnasts or golf. So that's what my Instagram feed is full Probably of now. Chris Hansen. What? I'm just joking. Oh, Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It took me a minute. Um, uh, it, it, it just... It gets so, me. I don't understand yeah. it. You just need to, if you're talking to someone, timelines are important. Otherwise, it's my timeline. So what did I need to say? Because I said, can, can you, you come put away the leftovers now so I can you, finish you the dishes? Say, no, can you put away the leftovers so I can do the dishes? That's what you said. That was it. But I was actively in the process of doing the dishes. When, when did you think I was requesting it? For next f-ing Thursday? Like, at what point did you think the leftovers... What was the timeline for you? I don't know that we can you? say the F word. Sorry, Facebook Live. <laughs> so, okay. So the other day I learned something about me and Drew's relationship. What was uh, Conversations like this. So um, I, the kids have to bring waters to school in cups. Mm-hmm. And um, they were getting ready to leave in the morning. He was going to take them. And I was like, hey, do you want to uh, dump yesterday's water and pour more water in? And um, he said, no, not really. And then I got mad and I'm like, well, why not? The whole point of bringing the cups is to have fresh water so that they don't have to go to the thing a thousand times. And he said they have water fountains there. And I'm like, yeah, but then that's going to take time out of the day for them to have to go to the thing and fill it up themselves. He's like, then why didn't you just ask me to do it? And I was like, what do you mean I did? And he's like, no, you said, hey, do you want to? And the answer is no, I don't want to. And I was like, okay, so I should have told you then like, hey, go fill those up. And he's like, no, you could have said, can you please go put water in those and bring them to school? And I was like, oh, okay. I see the subtle differences. Amen, Drew. So I thought that. The way that I asked was clear. So stupid. <laughs> I thought so, maybe yeah. you should want to, obviously, but I guess my question was inaccurate, and that was my bad. And I told him, okay, that's my bad. You're right. He's like, what's the point of asking me if I want to do something if you're just going to tell me not to do it anyway? I'm going gonna, I, I, I'm gonna to tell you right now that I literally wrote about this exact thing in my book, which you can buy. Uh, ask me what's for dinner one more time. Um, but I'm not kidding. I, we had this exact conversation about the laundry, the, this exact conversation about the laundry. And he's like, well, nobody wants to do it. Of course I'm going to say, no, I don't want to do it. And it's like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It still has to get done. Like the cups still have to get rinsed and filled and the laundry still has to get washed and the dishes still have to get done. Like, right, I don't understand. But, but having to and wanting to are two different things. But it's not going to change it, it does, the end it, status of whether or not you're doing it. You have to do it. They're two different things. Oh. I can do things that I have to, but don't want to. I Today, I was uploading the, the episodes onto Acast, and I came across the episode where you talked about how we had our talk, and I didn't know how upset you were. And and the line that I, that I heard was, was me saying, look, I lived with other guys, and we all did had laundry done and dishes and cooked meals. We got married. You just started doing it. You didn't say anything to me. I'm not going to ask. I don't want to do it. I was so mad. I thought my head was going to explode that day. <laughs> I thought my head was going to explode. I thought I was going to die. I really did. I was well, like- here's, what, here's what it boils down to is, and what I'm gathering from what you're saying, spouses at times can be children and have to be asked very clearly and told very clearly what our desires are because reading between the lines is not a thing. Picking up on our subtle hints is apparently not a thing. Mm -hmm. And so 
from now on, instead of saying, hey, do you want to swing by the gas station and grab Red Bulls on the way is not the same as can we please swing by the gas station and pick up Red Bulls on the way? I mean, look, if you're what, what's something you enjoy doing, Tiffany? Sleeping. Sleeping. <laughs> oh, bitch. <laughs> OK, so would you rather be able to take a nap or drive to the gas station and pick up Red Bulls? Uh, why Wh- are you which would you prefer? This? Take a nap. I mean, so, hey, Tiffany, would you like to go to the store for me and pick up some Red Bulls? No, I want to take a nap. Sure. I love you and I just want you to be happy. Right. Uh Yeah. Anyway, point is, and I talked about it. I talked about it earlier this week on Alive. it's, It's all about communicating and it's all about stating exactly what you need and what you want, not what you want, what you, what you It's not about, there is no reading between the lines. Here's the thing though. I have like an idea in my head of what a dream conversation and response would be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know that that's setting myself and him up for failure. Mm -hmm. I know that expectations are like predetermined resentments or whatever the saying is, but in my head, I know how I want things to go. So for example, um, for a long time, I'd be like, I just heard a noise. What was that? And I expect him to j- jump out of bed, put on a shield of armor, grab a weapon and stealthily a weapon, check the home for whatever impending danger is upon us. Instead, he would lay there and go, huh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> and it would piss me off so bad because I'm like, you don't love me. You don't care about my safety. You don't want me to feel safe. And so then I'm like, man, if somebody really did love me, they would have gotten up to protect me and the family and the kids are in the other room. That's a whole nother story. You know, like that's how I would feel. So I finally told him um, it would make me feel really loved and really safe if when I expressed fear about something, if you (laughs) could investigate. And so investigate the other night. I heard what sounded like silverware falling in the kitchen and I freaked out and he jumped right up and went down there and it was the cats, but I have never been more turned on. Right. I, I, I understand the problem is, um, I feel like there's cycles of it, right? Where like you get into a rhythm and they'll do, and, and you'll both reciprocate with those types of things and have these great conversations and then it dies off. Yeah. And, you and then you have to like, get in another Ugh. fight again. Right. And then it's like, ah, oh, we got to do this again. Ah, oh, we, you know, and, and I feel like that's probably most marriages and it's probably just how it works because we're human beings. And so we, you know, we might fall back into those old habits or old patterns, but it's important that you stay on top of that because that does breed resentment and you can have those, those, those issues can can come up and, and cause problems. Okay. But, but you see what you did there. You, you specified why you needed that done. Maybe he did hear the sound and it didn't bother him. And he's thinking, ah, didn't bother me. It's probably not bothering her. But by clarifying that it does bother you, now he yeah. knows. So you were both expecting the other to understand and know what's in your head instead of just saying, hey, I need you to do this. Yeah, true. Right. But when I I tell you that I want you to do something and then you tell me, but I don't want to do it, it doesn't make me feel better (laughs) because then it's like, it still has to happen. Could you go do it, please? uh, Now? I do it. I I still don't want, I don't want to mow the lawn. I don't want to do dishes. I don't, but I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do whatever has to be done. What's wrong? Well, it's confusing. What's your face, Meredith? That makes sense. (laughs) Do you want him to want to do that stuff? Sometimes, yes. I want him what, to want to it? do the things. I yes. want you to want to get me a cup of water from the movie from White Men Can't Jump. I don't want you to get me a water. I want you to want to get me a water. Well, sometimes I do want you to want things. I want you to sympathize. I want you to say, Gloria, I too know what it feels like to be thirsty. Jeez. I'm just saying because I feel sometimes that the want to want is like a like a present, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying is sometimes the want to want is the real gift in it. It's not the act of doing it, but it's like, I want to do this for you, you know? Yeah. Like that. Sometimes I want that. And he's yeah. just like, nope, don't want it. Don't want to do it. You know what it's like? Well, could you just want to want it? Okay. 
Could you just want to want it when I ask you? Are you talking about sex? Are we talking about sex? It's, I mean, right? That's a whole different story. What do you, wait, 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 wait. No. <laughs> yes, You're it just, is. Just what you wanting to do it is, is just enough. It's just what touches my heart. So then if I tell you right now, I want to want to do it, you're going to not try to do it with me later. I didn't say that. I just said it'd make me feel better. <laughs> I do want to want to do it. I like, but I, we're on antidepressants. I love so it's not happening. <laughs> I, I have, I enjoy having sex with you. That's never, that's not a thing. But there, but there are times where, where I do it just to do it with you so that you'll be happy. Can't you just put the leftovers away to make me happy? Cause I totally do it with you to make you happy. But I guess what he's saying Same-sies. is he wants you to want it. Not every time I've told him that, that, that I guess you're right. I guess you've made your point. I guess you win this one because I'm not going to want to want to do it every time. Okay. But in my opinion, it's different because there's lots of other issues involved. There's psychological issues. There's self um, perception issues. There's the way you feel about yourself. There's the way you feel about your partner. I told like, I'm much more ready to go after you've like hung pictures up or like played with the kids or like offered to do something nice for me, I will rip my clothes off so fast. But if you're not giving me any kindness during the day and you just want to like connect our body parts, it's hard (laughs) to feel emotionally invested. Like for men, it's physical for women. I mean, not all, but for me, there's a lot of mental stuff that goes along with it. I agree with that a billion percent because that's when that's when I have those feelings too. Cause I think for them, it's all this like visual and that idea of like, I'm going to feel that I'm going to feel a certain way when I get to poke her. And yeah. that, that's the drive to just say, you know, the rollover and the pat, Hey, you want to do it? Cause that connection happens where with us, it's more of how did he make me feel today? Yeah. And in, on an emotional level, And I, it's true. You can shake your head and make like, it's not a thing, but that's, it is a true, that's true. That's, that's how I feel. That's very true. Like if my husband's distant all day or like, you know, if I'm trying to have a conversation with him and he just seems like he's somewhere else and he's not interested, but then when the lights go off, I'm suddenly so interesting. Right. It's going to make me not, I'm like, hello, where have you been? Like, I'm not just going to be like He was doing research. He was doing research. He was putting the leftovers away. He was busy. Okay. So two weeks ago. In the year 2000. You were gone half the day. I don't know where you were. You were doing stuff. And then when you came home, I was gone doing some stuff. And that night you're like, oh, I didn't see you all day. It's like, well, I I didn't tell you to leave the house. And then I tried to lay next to you and you're like, oh, I don't want you this close. You wouldn't cross the little crack in the bed. I knew it was on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who don't know, they have like split beds. We have two separate beds. But like it smushed up against each other. Yeah, they're together in one bed frame, but we have two separate beds. We have old people medical alert beds that I'm so jealous um, because of my husband snoring. So, um, you know, but at the same time, like, like I said, sometimes, you know, I don't, I, I just, that's not, I I love having sex with you, but I don't want to have sex three times a day, seven days a week. I don't understand how anybody, but that's what, that's what he wants. Like at every moment that he could possibly poke me, you know, does Drew, every time you go to change your shirt, like if you're next to him and you take your shirt off, does he grab your nipple <laughs> every time? <laughs> Just asking for a friend <laughs> um, <laughs> because every time yeah. if we're in the bathroom together and I take my shirt off, he runs across the room just to grab my nipple. And it's like, that's not yours. It's mine. <laughs> it's on my body. And he's like, well, it's out there. Obviously you want me to touch it. And I'm like, I don't know how you read that. If, if you didn't want that, you would have kept it private. I'm in my bathroom changing my clothes. <laughs> That's pretty private. I don't ever change my clothes. So I don't really have that issue. (laughs) Well, I just laugh, you know, and it's like, you know, it's just they're men, men are men and women are women. And that's, 
what it is, I guess, but I just find it very humorous. Um, well, no, Terry, there's a gentleman in here named Terry. He said his wife is exactly what you guys were describing about needing to be asked specifically. Yeah. So, and, yeah, I, I mean, agree. That's fine, but then there's a fine. Then it feels like we're kind of taking on a mother role. Like when we, ha- I don't know. That's what it feels like to me when I have to specifically like say, "Hey, can you please take out the garbage?" Or which I don't with my husband. He's wonderful about taking out the garbage. But if it's specific, like, "Hey, can you please?" Well, then watch you're the- you're already asking it wrong, Tiffany. Can you please? They're saying we have to say it. I need you to take out the trash right now. No, 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 that's not it. There was a difference. Can you please is asking, not do you want to? Do you want to take out the trash? Oh, I I see what you're saying. I don't want to get up at 6 a.m. to take out the trash. So if I say to you, if I pull the drawer out and I say to you, can you please take out the trash? Is that the same as can you please take out the trash right now? Because when I say to you, can you please take out the trash? I want it done right this minute. That, that's not what it tells me. It tells me that, okay, I got to get to the trash. When? When? When I get to the trash. So okay, 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 but because, is it, does, does it not come off as like attack. demanding and overbearing when you say, can you please take out the trash right now? Doesn't that feel like that's your mom talking to you? Like, Look, everyone can have an, an argument or an issue with, with every way something is said. But by telling me, Hey, can you take out the trash? Okay, so the next time I'm in the kitchen, I'm going to take out the trash. I'm not going to take a special trip just to take out the trash. But if you say, hey, the trash is full. Well, here's the special trip. It's not like we live. It's not like (laughs) the house is seven miles from the trash can. I don't want to take a special trip out to the trash can. Like, what the hell does that even mean? A special trip? Where are you going? The county dump? (laughs) If I'm in the middle of something, I'm not going to stop to go do that. If there's st- why I get it. I mean, I get it. I get it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. And it's probably the biggest fight we have right. in our household. Faith's right there. Would you please? Hey, would you please take out the trash? It's full. It needs to go out. Okay. But then my question to you is how ASAP. long do you get before I get to be irritated that the trash didn't get taken out. Okay, is it an emergency that there's a landfill in the kitchen, or is it mentally oh, the bags? It's the a bags mental almost, emergency. See, okay, so that's the thing. So to me, it's not a mental emergency. I, correct, husband. Which is why I'm asking you, how long do I ha- do I get? How long until you have to do it, or that you will do it? Like, do I have to wait eight minutes? It depends. Nine minutes? No. I feel like we've had this conversation. It depends on what's happening, what's going on, and what needs to be done. It's fine. So if you, so here's the thing. We, so sometimes we view things as priorities, a priority at the moment, and our spouses don't always see it that way. Mm -hmm. So should we manage our expectations and relinquish control a little bit to try to find some middle ground? Should we adjust our expectations? Should we express to our spouses that this is a priority to us at the moment and it would mean a lot if they could make it a priority for themselves? Like, what's the solution? Because it's a common problem. I I don't know that there is a straightforward solution. Someone just said, you know, men want to be spouses or whoever want to be asked, but don't really want to be asked. I I know it's tricky. the, The issue is what you just said about mental emergency. You know, she's been having a breakdown for the last three days because we start distance learning on Monday. Um, You know, and I'm like, well, what are we worried about? They're going to sit in front of a computer. They're either going to do the work or not. And that's it. Like, I'm not going to, the world's not ending because mine is logged in. Mine is. And you don't see it. And so when you tell me to just relax, all it does is make, makes me want to crawl out of my skin and beat you with my skin over your head. I want to take Ew, my skin and beat you like a rubber Your chicken. skeleton. Yes. And I, want to, I just want to go, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> because you telling me to relax, because I'm telling you that I'm having this panic about it right. and I can't control it. And, and then I you're took like, over. I just need you to relax. Well, no, I took over and, and did all the things with them today. Yes, you did. And I right. needed it because I couldn't right. handle it. I started getting hives. Listen. I'm going to pose a very important question to you, Meredith. 
I, for a really long time, I used my anxiety as a crutch slash justification slash um, excuse for a very long time um, with my husband. I would say, this is just how I am. There's nothing I can do about it. You just have to deal with it. Um, But then I realized that I needed to, A, explain in detail to him what it feels like, B, tell him exactly what I need for him in those moments, and C, make an effort daily to help myself because there's no way in hell he's going to want to help me if I'm not helping myself. So my question to you is, are you actively working on letting go of the self-will and the self-control and working on the anxiety so that Dave may be, may be more inclined to see that you're making an effort so that next time it can be like, look, I'm trying. I've done this and this and this today and my brain still feels this way. Um, well, I, I, I exercise twice a day to keep, and that's the thing is this is, I feel like this is at bay. Like that's, it's, it's this bad. And I feel like I'm doing things to keep it at bay, right? Like I get up in the morning and I exercise and then I exercise once in the afternoon because that burns mm-hmm. off my anxiety and it gets me to think clearer and I can have, I can sort of stop the racing thoughts. And I did tell him a couple of weeks ago when I had the real massive breakdown where I just freaked out about everything. I told him three things that I needed him to do. Awesome. And he was doing them. And, um, but it's just sometimes when I get real swirly, it's hard for me to see my way out of those moments. Like I picked up this stack of books and papers and things that came from the kids school and I was just looking through it and I was like, I don't think there's going to be a moment where I can leave Brian's side because there's so much crap here that we're going to have to unpack. And with it being all virtual all day and all of these things going on and three kids in three schools, I just started seeing all of the picture and not just the one thing that we were looking at, which was meet Brian's teacher today. All I saw was high school curriculum, middle school curriculum, elementary school curriculum. How am I going to work? How am I going to clean the house? How am I going to get the laundry done? How am I going to like, that's all I saw. And it got very big in that moment. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I have to, you know, and then Mr. Casual over here is like, it's fine. Right. And (laughs) And he just keeps saying it's fine. It's fine. And in that, but I get it in that moment, I couldn't breathe. Like I forgot to breathe when I was holding the book. I actually went (gasps) because I was all the air was taken out of my body. And he, he, he doesn't have those feelings. I, I do. Yeah. I get that sometimes. But so the first thing, and, and I said this to her before, I think the exercising twice a day might make things worse. Oh, I don't get Because then she gets tired. And when she gets tired, things get amplified. So that's the first thing. It sounds excessive twice a day, in my opinion. <laughs> but that's, you know, not so a surprise. What, one of the things that... And you're gonna, you're not gonna like this example in any way, shape, or form. But when I when I was a teacher, I, I was a physics teacher, and <sighs> sorry. As soon as you show someone a problem, you know these these are high school kids. They freak out. Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Well, first of all, you didn't even read it. You just saw a picture or some words, and like you didn't read it. So go one step at a time. What does the picture show you? It shows a ball falling. Okay. So this is about a ball falling down. So when things are overwhelming, I don't focus on that item as a whole. I just look at what do I have to do next? And I, that's it. I stop there. Once I do that, what do I have to do next? Then I do that. So the thing with the school, yesterday we had to pick up all of their stuff. So I had to go to one school, then I had to go to the other and the other. Today we had to go, we had to do the virtual meeting one student at a time. That was it. And now I'm waiting for Monday. And Monday, I'll go through Monday. Did he get his password? All done. See, it's nice to have a, like, I always say Drew's like an anchor and I'm like a balloon flipping all over the place. And he like keeps me down, grounded. But Dave, so like, while we're on the subject of analogies, I was never a physics teacher, but... Um, imagine a filing cabinet, okay? And it's a big, long filing cabinet and you pull it out. You open one file, go through it, close the file, go on to the next one. 
And that's how your brain works. Now, imagine somebody go to that same open filing cabinet and taking an effing lawn blower and just all the files and all the papers are effing flying all over the place. Folders are shooting across the room and you're trying to grab them and put them back like that's what our brain is like. I I can't even imagine that, you know, and so I, I like what you said earlier about taking steps to help yourself. And when she mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, she had, she had an issue. She came to me and she said, Hey, I can't make any decisions. I need you to know that I'm done and and I can't do anything else. So I need you to make all of the decisions going forward. Guess what the response was to the first thing I said, the first decision I made. Well, I don't want to do that. (laughs) No, no, no. But then I, but then I behaved, didn't I? He yelled at me and said, you said you'd do what I told you to do and look at you now. And I said, okay, 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 I'll listen, I'll listen, I'll listen. That's that control thing, man. Yeah, yeah that's my anal retentive type No, but I, I like, I really enjoyed your analogy. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Oh, good. I just thought of it while you were talking about how you deal with one thing at a time. And that's what I like pictured in my head when you were talking. That's what yeah. it feels like for me. Is- yeah, well, that's exactly it. You're, you're spot on, therapist Tiffany. Thank you. Um, Don't you better credit me all if you use that. Okay. Yeah. That's copy, copywritten material right there, (laughs) but agree. That's exactly what it is. Here's the most recent example in our house. And again, with taking it one step at a time. So you know that I've been cooking in this house for the last year and a half. And Mm -hmm. I was, I was politely told. This is where he's going to talk about how I hurt his feelings. I was politely told that apparently my meals are not exciting enough for the family <laughs> that they're not fun. And I quote, what? the meals are not fun. So you need to do better. So I, I was told that better. I was told that on, on Monday. So I focused and I did a, a meal on Tuesday. Then I did that meal apparently did not cross the fun threshold. So okay. then I did a different meal on Wednesday, still no go on the fun. So then last night I finally hit a fun meal and I was all excited. So I was celebrating by sitting on the couch and resting a little bit. Oh, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll defend myself a little bit. It was, I shouldn't have used those words. It was poor, poor choice of words. We're plant-based. We're vegans, right? It can be very difficult <laughs> to have fun while eating vegan food. <laughs> Or being like, mmm, can't wait for more kale. Like it's 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 a bit exhausting when you're eating primarily vegetables and and quinoa and things like that and like barley bowls. Like my poor my I eat so much fiber, my colon hates me. Right? Like oh. it's it's intense. So Dave had made a lot of like quinoa stuff, and then he made black eyed peas, and I was just like, look, can we have any kind of anything like just a little more fun like sprinkles like yeah like like and then I was like thinking like breakfast for dinner like pancakes like just something that was not some sort of a root vegetable on top of a barley like I I was just it was a lot and I shouldn't have I was trying to be nice by saying a little bit more fun but all he heard was (laughs) your meals are shit and I hate everything and I was trying to be nice but meals get boring. You get stuck in like this. It's hard. And then he's like, do you know how long I ate cream of chicken anything? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I made a lot of cream of mushroom, a lot of cream of chicken. I get it. I wasn't good at it. Ew, I don't like the way you say cream. Cream. Ew, I don't <laughs> like that. I don't like that. Cream. No, you said cream. Cream. Ew. <laughs> creamy beige so um does your family all eat the same thing at dinner yeah yeah i really gotta commend you guys honestly that's amazing what do you guys eat that's like amazing parenting that's i i am so impressed and i'm not being sarcastic that's a huge feat how many meals do you make five Yeah. And so the fact that you guys all eat the same stuff is really, really impressive. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. How do you, how do you even have the 
bandwidth to do five different it's things. It's just microwaving. <laughs> Already made meals. But um, yeah, no, I really effed up as a parent. And like I said, when I first had kids, they're going to have vegetables and everything's, you know, no sugar because I want to start them early on. And then it just went out the friggin' window with my laziness and my, you know, picking my battles. And I always get crap for it. And I don't, I'm not going to say I deserve it because it's nobody's damn business what goes on in my house. But um, I, I understand it, where it's coming from. So, for example, Chloe will eat chicken, broccoli, and rice. Um, Aubrey will eat spaghetti because she doesn't like broccoli or rice. And Caden will eat macaroni and cheese because he doesn't like anything in the world. And Drew has his meal plan and I have my meal plan. And so it's just a super casual nightmare Yikes. every night. We, we tried that when we first did this and, and it was only two meals. What do you mean? Because we let the kids not be. Oh, before vegan. we went and full that, vegan. That lasted about two weeks, and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. W- we refused to feed them separately because it was like, I don't know who you little ass think you are. You ain't getting a separate meal. You eat, you eat the gruel. You eat the gruel quinoa bowl. That's so um, delicious. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's. Do people give you a hard time about it? About what? Like people on the internet about Being having vegan? your kids eat vegan, like making them. No, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I haven't, I haven't paid, but it's not prevalent. It's not like something you hear all the time. No. And in the long run, your kids, like, I know it doesn't make sense now, but their insides are probably like so nice. (laughs) Seriously. There's a whistle in there with all that fiber. (laughs) They probably have the nicest insides. Like that's something you shouldn't say ever, but yeah. Do you know do you know what I'm saying? Like their arteries and their heart are like, thank you. They're not. Right. And yeah. my kids are like, thank you. But inside their organs are like, please <laughs> give us some vegetables. <laughs> the since since apparently this is the episode full of analogies, our uh the, the doctor that we had worked with said, Imagine you have a house and you start putting boxes in the garage. That's basically the food going into your body. Well, your garage can only hold so many boxes, right? It might take years, but eventually those boxes are going to start spilling into the house because you'll run out of space out there. And, mm-hmm. and as they take up more and more space in your house, that's your, that's your body just taking things that it doesn't need. Not that are necessarily bad or anything like that, but just that it doesn't need and just start clogging things up. Yeah, like your yeah. arteries. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's, um, it's not it's not easy to, that's why I was saying fun meals because it's not easy to get these kids to be like, eat your beets. You know, I I made, I made fun little tacos. Tacos were good last night. We had cauliflower tacos Mm. and which are delicious. I love cauliflower. And then we had, um, it was like a, they're called taco stuffers, but they're, it's basically like a, like a soy protein crumble that becomes a taco and then we had avocado with it and red cabbage and um salsa the cabbage wasn't fun but the salsa was fun dave i like so impressed i think it's great that you make the whole family food every night i think that's great good for you yeah so he you know he was offended but it was not my intent to offend it's just it can be hard when you eat this when you eat that way especially from somebody who grew up eating fast food my whole life. Yeah. And just being like, I really just want a burger. And the other hard part about it too is not saying I don't love animals. I love animals, but I didn't switch to being vegan because I had some sort of an ethical crisis about a burger. Like it was more just like, this is a, this is to be healthy and this is to do this for his health benefits and things like that. But I still look at a burger and I'm like, "Mm -hmm. okay. Where's your from yeah. bacon? Let's have a party. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's really hard because yeah. I still think I still, my brain is still telling me like, you want the meat, you know? And Ew. it's like, your body's like, we don't really need it, you know? Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, I feel like we had a jam packed episode today. We talked about <laughs> a lot of different things. We went all over the place. All right. Good. What Anything else? Nothing. Look, Dave. I, I'm look, I'm. I have a better understanding. I look at you and all I see is a file cabinet with four open drawers Aww. and papers swirling in the room. 
It's everywhere. I told him if he could shrink down oh, and crawl into my brain, he would probably just die. He'd die well, because you just you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. sometimes you got to take a second and try to explain it and not in the middle of a fight. Like that's not the time to do it. I yeah. usually wait till things are like calm and we're just hanging out. And I'm like, hey, by the way, I just want to let you know this is how I've been feeling. And I'd love it if you could do this or just think of it this way. It really helps. And same for you, Dave, like, you know, if there's something that you wish Meredith would say or do or um, not do, um, (laughs) talking to her about it, not in the heat of the moment might go far too. Not that I have any room to talk. This whole episode started because I wasn't sure if I was allowed to be pissed at my husband or not. I love that you live in a space though, where you feel like you're not sure because my immediate reaction is I'm going to kill you. You know, like you're (laughs) like, I'm not sure if I should be upset where I'm I'm never sure. Where do I file my complaint? Where (laughs) do I file? Okay. Karen, let me get the card out. I'm a file a complaint. That is me. I'm going to need to see your manager. And then I'm like, Oh wait, I'm your manager. No, I'm just kidding. I love you so much, Dave. All right. So Oh, um, buy our merchandise. It's at www.bonfire.com forward slash store forward slash take it or leave it. One word. No hyphens, no spaces, nothing. You'll be the first ever people in the history of life to get them. I think she already got spaghetti sauce on the hood. Did Sophia, is there a spot? Why would you choose white? I like white. I like white. What do you mean? I chose black. Yeah, I like because you can just wear you don't. Yeah, but you have to you can't spill anything on it. Right. But I don't normally spill a ton of stuff on myself. Oh, okay. Sorry. What's it like to live life perfectly with no mistakes? I can't understand. I just said I don't spill a lot of food on myself. I didn't say it doesn't happen. Okay. Jeez Louise. Join us. (laughs) Do I say that? Yep. Join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice it or leave it, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have, who have no, no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. Buy our merchandise. We love you. Have a great week. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you were making fun of me with that. <laughs> yeah, I caught it.